Hey there, welcome to Monday Moments, the show in which we take a deeper dive into Sunday's sermon. With me today is Pastor James, and we're excited to start a new year. It's been a couple of weeks, and between the holidays and a lot of the sickness that's going around, we've been unable to record some episodes, uh, but we are glad to finally be back in the saddle. Before we jump into things, if this is your first time with us, please consider hitting the subscribe button and the little bell icon next to it so that you can get notified every time uh, new content is posted. And without further ado... Let's jump into it. Awesome. So we started a new um, mini-series uh, on the will of God and, yeah. and understanding what does that mean, uh, why should we be focused on making sure that we're in the will of God, mm. following the will of God. And then this past Sunday, um, you talked about how to discern the mm-hmm. will of God. Um, and you talked a lot about things like prayer, uh, reading the Bible, reading God's Word. It's very There are some things that... We don't have to question or go to mm-hmm. someone else to ask because God's already told it to us very plainly uh, in the Bible. And then, of course, godly counsel mm-hmm. and what that looks like. One of the things I like that you said is um, be wise about who you pick for godly counsel. Um, don't just go to somebody who's going to tell you what you want to hear, just agree with you or something like that. You know, yeah. someone who's really going to challenge you. So I thought Sunday was a, a fantastic sermon. Um, if you haven't had a chance to watch Sunday's sermon, you can do that right here on our YouTube channel. Um, but one of the things, um, because we didn't get a chance to talk last week, and that yeah. was the first sermon of this new series, what did you sense the Lord speaking to you leading up to this series? Yeah, I, I think that, uh, you know, again, there, there's just been so much um, so much in life that has been unpredictable, mm-hmm. um, especially over these last couple of years. and. One of the things that I hear a lot is I, I wonder what I wonder what God is doing. And I think that a lot of times it's being asked in the sense of like, can you give me this concrete thing that God is doing? And, you know, where is all of this leading? And I, I think that there's always this desire to know, like, what is the final outcome of mm-hmm. all of this going to be? And um, do we have any insight into these things? And 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 so out of a lot of those conversations um, that I've had with people, one of the questions that I often ask is, what do you think God's will is for your life in, in the midst of all of this? And, and I've been surprised because we hear a lot about God's will. We hear, we hear people talk about it, and um, I think that some people even just use it in conversation as a way to— um, Maybe I mean at the at the again I I don't want to I don't want to minimize this but at the at in a way they they use it to try to sound spiritual like mm. well this is this is God's will or they use it in a way to justify what they're doing mm. without really understanding what that is but I think one of the things that I hear a lot is just this confusion around what God's will is and mm. it seems very at times abstract and it seems very um, unattainable and I see people really struggle with like what is God's will and how will I know God's will and I think that a lot of it is just a problem with the way that people define it there you know I talked a little bit yesterday about um, if if you're looking for something that doesn't exist you're never going to find it yeah, and I think that that's yeah, sometimes right. how people approach God's will is they're they're looking for something that doesn't exist, and so yeah, there's this frustration and there's this tension about not ever really feeling like I have a grasp on it, and so my heart behind it was really to um, demystify mm-hmm. um, this idea about God's will and and take it from this kind of very 
um, this very heady, very spiritual language thing to bring it down to this very practical. No, it is absolutely God's intention that you would know his will for your life. Yeah. Um, and I think it can produce a lot of anxiety sometimes in us Mm -hmm. to know or question or want to know, well, what does God want me to do? What is, you know, whether it's for my life uh, as a, you know, big scale or in this particular situation, yeah. and you can produce a lot of um, anxiety, at least it has in my life in the past. And you even alluded to that and how few times you have been 100% certain of what God wanted you to do. Mm-hmm. The other times it's, I really believe God wants me to do this, and so I'm going to step out and do that. Yeah. And and I think there's something beautiful and encouraging about how intimately involved God wants to be in our lives. Yeah. That it doesn't matter... If we think an uh, an issue or circumstance or decision or whatever is a big decision or a small decision, God wants to He wants to be consulted on it. He yeah. wants to be, you know, um, He wants to deal with it with us. And that's not yeah. like in a, a disciplined kind of a deal with it, but it's like yeah. a He wants to walk with us through every part of our lives. Yeah. And like you said, these last couple of years, I don't think have looked anything like what we thought they were going to look like. And I think, in fact, it's probably safe to say most of us had a lot of plans that we maybe had to set aside or scrap or kind of pivot and and shift a little bit. And yet God's not surprised by that. And and I think it's easy for us to to look at the situations that we're faced with and say, why, God, why did it have to happen this way? Why is this happening to me? Um, Whether it's what's going on in the country and world around us or just in our own personal lives. Yeah. Um, and, And yet we should be asking ourselves or asking God really is, God, what are you doing in this? Because you, this is part, like, like even Clem two months ago or a month ago said, this is always part of God's plan A. Yeah, yeah, and and, and that's good because I I, th- I do think that a lot of times when we think about God's will, we think we think from the perspective like what's what's God's will for this situation? Mm-hmm. And and when we think about the situation, we're, we're looking for, we're looking for the conclusion, like how is this going to turn out? Um, and you know, a lot of times God doesn't give us the destination. Yeah, He He gives us like these turn by turn directions as we need them. And and I think about like riding with someone going somewhere that I've never been before, and and I'm driving and they're giving me directions, and it's like we're driving and we're having this conversation, and I can feel this anxiousness building up within me as we keep passing roads, and I'm like, hey, make sure you tell me where to turn, (laughs) and I'm like, and I'm always afraid that they're going to miss Mm-hmm. The direction, like I'm, yeah. I'm always afraid they're going to be like, oh, well, I just assumed you knew where we were going, and 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 then I've got to turn around and come back. And I think that sometimes that's how I think about God's will. I'm yeah. like, well, well, God, make sure you tell me soon enough yeah. that I can make the turn. And He's like, I, I got this. Yes. And and there's some tension in in trusting God in that way. And yet, I find that His will, it, it, it's like what you said, like He wants us to be dependent on Him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and so he doesn't give us the destination and then say I'll see you there. Right. He's like I'm going to be right here and I'm going to tell you each step along the way. And trust me that when we get there wherever there is, you're going to be yeah. really blessed by where we end up. Yeah. And and that's hard. Like as a as a guy who likes to I want to know. I want to know where we're going, and I want to be a part of planning the the journey to get there. It's, yeah, it's sometimes hard to have. Yeah, 
you know. I think that's a really good analogy, actually, is, you know, if you're in the driver's seat and God's the navigator, you know, are you worried that he fell asleep on the job or something? <laughs> and, you know, you're going through life and you're like, I don't want to miss it. You know, I don't yeah. want to, is it my turn coming up? Is it, you know, and yeah. and we're so anxious about missing that, you know, that FOMO was real, right? <laughs> you know, <laughs> but, uh, but God's, yeah, no, God's got it. He's not gonna, he's not gonna let us miss out in <clears throat> kind of bringing it into more of yesterday's yeah. sermon, this past Sunday's, what stood out to you the most? What what impacted you? Was there anything that was exciting? Um, anything that, that you really found impactful for me? Yeah, I mean, I, I think that um, obviously, like one of the things that I want to help people do is, is I do want to help to demystify that part of God's will. And so, you know, a couple of those things, like God's will is not about knowing the future. Yeah. Um, and and so much so much when I ask God, Lord, what's your will? What I really want to know is I want to know what's the future. Like yeah. how does yes. this how does this end? Are we gonna be okay? And yeah. and like I, cognitively I know like I'm gonna be okay. The Lord's taking care of me, He's been faithful to that, but but we do kind of continue to go back. But then, you know, there's 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 some of those other pieces like, well, certainly God wants me to be happy, right? And and yet, I look at a I look at a lot of the stories in God's Word where His faithfulness has been evident. But there were some really hard times yeah. to get God's people to those places, or 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 you know, God's whoever it was that God was using. I mean, they they go through these things, and I think that that's oftentimes part of the challenge with all of what we read in God's Word is that we we read it we 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 read forty years very quickly. Yeah. You know, and, yeah. and we forget like 40 years was 40 years. Like yeah. that was a long, long time. time to go through those things. But then, you know, on the other side of that, like really understanding, um, I, I think for me, like the prayer part yesterday was really important to me as I was meditating on that this week. I'm, I'm like, what is, what is really the focus of my prayer mm-hmm. and, and how often do I want to come in and, and, and immediately shift like the object of of my attention and the Lord's attention to me yeah. and to what's going on, yeah. and and to I think miss the significance of who it is that we're that we're coming before, yeah. um, and and it's funny because we we say things like your your will be done, but we spend most of our time in prayer telling God what our will is. Yeah. Lord, I, this is this is what I want. Mm-hmm. Um, and and what does it really look like to to surrender yeah. um, to those things? And then and then even just looking at God's word and and really allowing. Um, th- there was a guy who said he um, he says this. He says never never read a Bible verse. Mm. Um, and, and what what he was saying was don't don't just read this verse and then walk away. Yeah, like understand where it is at in this story understand like the father's character in the midst of all these things understand what these things are and i think that sometimes we we grab a hold of something and we we miss the significance of it because we we just read that we just read that verse or yeah. we read that inspirational quote or whatever it is that has become so like we've, we've only got three seconds to get information into someone's head. So we give this yeah. and then we get to interpret it in the context of our life yeah. rather than in the context of how it was given to us. Yeah. So, yeah, that's good. And 
you broke down some really practical ways Mm -hmm. of discerning the will of God. And I think for people like me who have struggled in the past with anxiety of what does God want me to Mm -hmm. do? You know, there are some really practical ways I found very helpful. And the three were prayer, reading God's word and godly counsel. And we talked a little bit about that at the beginning of Mm -hmm. our conversation. And one of the things I was curious about is with your experience as a pastor, which of those three do you find most people struggling with? And why do you think that is? Well, I, I, I think it's, I think it can be different for different people, but I think that overall, probably godly counsel is the okay. hardest. Um, prayer and um, prayer and reading God's word are, are kind of these things that we can do. Yeah. Um, really submitting to my my life to godly counsel, um, it, it requires a lot of effort. Like one, yeah. it's it, it's relationship, and the hard thing is is that relationship takes it takes time to build. Um, there's a there's a sacrifice that's required in order to be in relationship with people like we've got to give other things up in order to further this relationship i think the the being known part by other people like we're okay with the fact that god knows our life but we we hide a lot of the we hide a lot of the ugly stuff Mm. from people yeah and and that's hard because a lot of times we hide that because we're ashamed of it and we're we're afraid of how other people are going to respond and mm-hmm. and so like getting to a place where I'm not just willing to share those things but I'm actually willing to change some things in my life based upon that um, I think that that's a real struggle and I think that there's this resistance at times um, you know I hear people say um, on a on a fairly regular basis whether I hear it in person or I hear someone um, alluding to it in a in a blog post or something. Um, you know, the only authority I need in my life is Jesus. Mm. And I'm like, that is yeah. so devastating. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. it is, it's one, it's it's not biblical. Right. But two, it's very sad to me that you don't have anyone in your life that you feel like you can trust. Yeah. Like that's a lonely, lonely place. And I think that there's a lot of people out there. I don't think that they're, I, I don't think that a lot of people are approaching it quite from that extreme of a place. But I think that there is a lot of fear because look, we've all been hurt by relationship. And 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 that's why that's why godly counsel, I think, is sometimes one of those things that just it, it just almost feels unattainable. But mm-hmm. but it's not. Like yeah. it's it's available if you'll pursue it. Yeah. Um but it doesn't it doesn't come super easy. Right. Um right. and and it has to be cultivated. Yeah. So Yeah. Yeah, I think that's kind of the uh the myth, right? That that uh, this super deep, life-giving, transformational relationship with a, a mentor, mm-hmm. you know, call it what you want, is just going to happen organically and yeah. naturally. And it, and it, you're absolutely right. It has to be cultivated. And I think yeah. the biggest struggle is that trust factor. You know, I'm yeah. going to entrust, you know, if I'm a young person, the future of my life and the possible direction that it's going to take to... This, this other person, I'm allowing this person to speak into my life yeah. and somewhat dictate the trajectory of where I'm going to go or to, to uh, open the most vulnerable vulnerable parts of my life open to someone. And like you said, how are they going to respond to that? Yeah. Are they going to judge me? Uh, you know, and I think that's what you alluded to is there's this 
sense that we have to kind of keep up with the Joneses, yeah. so to speak, and, and make everything look just right and not let people see the ugly skeletons in our closet or something. Well, yeah, and, and I mean, that brings up a good point. You, you use that word judge. I mean, that's that's one of those, uh, like, that's one of those kitsch words that mm-hmm. you you use the word judge and people like oh you know no one no one can judge me but God and and we're not supposed to judge one another like I hear that all of the time I hear that from other Christians they're like well we're not supposed to judge one another and I'm like eh, you might want to go back and yeah. <laughs> read your Bible yeah. <laughs> it, it actually says that we we're actually supposed to to do that mm-hmm. for one another now like context matters there right, right? right I mean it's not it's not like you've got an ugly sweater on you know yeah. it's like not that kind of judgment, yes. but when we when we see one another that are walking in areas that are destructive, like mm-hmm. it's our responsibility to go and say, "Hey, you're going in a bad direction. You you need to do this." And it's like, "Well, who are you to judge me?" It's like, "I'm your brother in Christ." Right. You know, and and this is actually what we're supposed to um, this isn't just New Testament. I mean, Old Testament is iron sharpens iron. So one man yeah. sharpens it. Like there's a there's an abrasion right. there, a friction there, which which causes an actual sharpening of these things. And so, um, you know, that that becomes like, how are we going to receive that? Yeah. So I'm like, well, that's your opinion. Well, that's that's called advice, you know. Yeah. And but counsel is like, can I can I put myself in a position to where I can actually hear those things mm-hmm. um, and allow them to to shape my life and, and trust that like the person that I'm talking to um, is actually able to hear hear God right. um, for things in my life and to compare it to what they see in Scripture and to compare it what they hear and have learned from the Lord over the years. So. Yeah. Well, I think that there's a way in which we're supposed to offer that kind of, you know, Christian edifying judgment, yeah. right? Um, <clears throat> it's not like we can go to someone and say, uh, with all due respect, then I rip you to shreds and say, well, I said with all due respect. But I respect, said with all you know? due respect. Yeah. And so it should be fine. And, you know, that's not the way. It's it's love, 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 yeah. truth, yeah. love, 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 yeah. love, love. And I think if we want to be in that kind of position of mentoring, discipling, walking alongside someone who needs that kind of uh, relationship, we have to be willing to love that person mm-hmm. um, with all of the patience and love that Christ had for people when he was a lot on the earth yeah. and <clears throat> with all of the patience that Paul instructs us yeah. to walk with. And, you know, yeah, I mean, to love people no matter what and to love them through the difficult processes. And that's yeah. what builds that trust and that ultimately life-giving relationship. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, thank you so much for yeah. your time. Uh, I know we could talk a lot more and I'm <laughs> sure that there will be, you know, many more um, discussions on this topic in yeah. the near future. So, Thank you so much also for joining us for another episode of Monday Moments. Again, if you enjoyed today's content, first of all, let us know. We would like to know what you think and what stood out to you. Let us know in the comments, send us a message. And if you haven't already, please consider hitting the subscribe button and the little bell icon next to it to be notified every time we upload new content. Thanks again for joining us for another episode of Monday Moments, and we will see you next week.